you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. We've got to get past week-to-week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure. That is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. We're so glad you're joining us this evening from the comfort of your home. We hope you've pulled your family together and prepared for this Bible study tonight. It's good to get out of the house for a little bit. I've seen people out walking dogs and kids out playing ball today, Um, moms and dads together. So it's refreshing. So I come tonight. I want to talk to you for a little bit. I want to talk to you about a subject that may seem a little soon, but I want to talk to you tonight about endurance because we're kind of in a situation that we're going to have to endure. And so I want to talk to you about endurance for a little bit tonight. In Mark chapter 4, verses 14 through 20, Jesus gives us a parable. And of course, a parable is a simple story used to relate a moral or spiritual message And the parable that Jesus gave is a parable about a farmer who sowed a seed. The Bible just says it was a man, but he's sowing seed. So this farmer sows a seed, and more than one seed, but he sows seed. And in this story, there are several different outcomes. When he is sowing seed, of course, like anyone who has ever... uh, spread seed, you know that seed kind of falls where it, where it will. The wind blows the seed and uh, it may not fall on every speck and spot that you would imagine. So it's broadcast and in this story, this seed is broadcast and it falls in different scenarios. It falls in different settings and there's a different outcome because of where the seed falls. Now remember, this story is relating a spiritual or moral issue. So we plant the seed, and of course, the seed is falling upon the soil. And I believe the soil, of course, is the heart of man. And so the seed of God's Word, of God's plan, falls upon the heart of man. And there's different outcomes. There's different responses to the seed that is falling upon humanity. Some of the seed in the story simply never comes up because the scripture said it falls upon stony ground. It falls upon rocks. And being no earth, there's nothing for it to take root in. And so therefore, uh, the seed never comes up because it falls on stony ground. It maybe falls on a hard heart. It falls on a heart that can't be moved. Now, we're living in a day and age, this time, this season, 
uh, over the last few days, we're seeing many, many people that are uh, turning their, their heart, turning their mind back toward the Lord, their attention. Maybe some have at one time been faithful to God, served God, and they've let the things of the world get in the way until finally church attendance is no longer important, serving God is no longer important. And so uh, the seed has fallen upon soil and it sprang up for a little while, but uh, it, it uh, goes away. It did not endure. And so now we're seeing the hearts of men be turned back. And we're seeing people turn their attention back to God. And this is a good thing. So uh, I talked to you Sunday uh, about something good coming out of this. And maybe, maybe it is this that people are going to turn their hearts back toward God. And people are going to begin to recognize the importance of God, particularly in these trying situations. So some seed doesn't come up because it falls on rocks in this story. Some seed comes up quickly, but it only endures for a short space of time. Then, then the spiritual lesson there is they have heard the word, the scripture says, and immediately received it with gladness. Oh, they were ready. Man, they received it quickly, but they had no root in themselves. I want you to pay attention to that word, no root in itself. That's why it's important for us as the people of God, to, to allow roots to be established in our life. That's where our growth comes from. You're at Bible study with us, be it online, or those of you who are so faithful coming to CLC on Wednesday night, uh, you want to plant roots, and you're growing roots. And whatever you see above the ground must equally be below the ground. That's what they say about great trees that grow. What you see above the ground must be established below the ground. Otherwise, when the wind comes, the tree would be blown over. And so it's important that we anchor ourselves, put some roots down in the Word of God, anchor ourselves, establish ourselves in the church, establish ourselves in fellowship with the body of Christ. And so the scripture said that there will be some that will quickly receive the Word, gladly receive the Word, but they have no root. And those will only endure for a short time. I'm talking to you about endurance. And it says there's some seed that only endures for a short time because it has no root in itself. And afterward, this is what the scripture said, afterward when affliction and persecution comes, immediately they are offended. That's what the Bible says. They allow offenses that will cause them to say, oh, it's not worth it. It's not worth the battle. I can't attend church because everything doesn't go my way. I get offended. Or I can't be part of this group because... I can't be in charge. These are, these are all the attitudes that come with people who don't have roots and they're offended. That word offend means to cause to sin or to lead to sin. And so uh, many are offended or they, they go back into a life of sin because they have no root in themselves when affliction comes, when trying times comes, when uh, COVID-19 comes. And they don't understand it. They, maybe some family members and friends. I received reports today of people that I know that have been afflicted over the last few days. And we've been praying for some of these specific people. And some of these families, I heard one of our friends from Oregon today. Uh, we've been praying for his wife. And he 
gave a report today that his wife came out of a coma, and we thank God for that. This is a wonderful testimony. His wife uh, woke up out of a coma today, and she uh, was moving, and uh, they've gone through some trying times. And he talked about several other things that she was dealing with besides just this, in, this infection, this virus, that uh, before this she was already dealing with sickness, and then they discovered that she had COVID-19, and it's taken her within, to within an inch of her life, but she appears to be beginning to, to make a recovery, and so we're rejoicing in that, but in that testimony that this minister friend of mine was given about his wife, it was very clear that she had some roots in her, that she endured this without saying, as, as Job's wife suggested, I'll just curse God and die. Because Job's wife looked at him when he's going through hardship and he's going through struggle, and she said, why don't you curse God and die? But Job had roots that were too deep to allow him to turn his face away from God, to turn his back on God, but instead, in his most difficult hour, Job allowed his roots to cause him to, to anchor and tell his wife, you're talking like a foolish woman. There's no way I'll turn my back on God because he's got me to where I am. And that's the endurance that we must have, no matter what the hardship, no matter what the struggle. Some of you uh, have re received temporary layoffs. Some, maybe some permanent layoffs. Uh, all of us are going to feel the pressures of the economic crisis that is here. All of these are some of the winds. These are all some of the afflictions that are going to come to us. But we, as the people of God, must endure through this and come out the other side of it stronger than what we went into it. Our faith stronger than ever before. I've seen some incredible responses from some of the members of our church. Some of our young adults that have come forward and said if we can serve any of our elders or any of the at risk in our community, we're willing to do so. And so feel free to put the word out. Our church is here to serve not only just CLC but our community. And we'll be happy to help you and serve you. I, I, I love that. I see young people, young adults, millennials that get criticized for so many things, putting roots down and saying, I'm going to be, I'm going to do what is right. I'm going to serve our elders and we're going to serve those at risk in our community. This is a positive thing. These young adults are putting roots down, establishing some things in their life that when they deal with hardships down the road, they are going to have roots that will allow them to endure and make it through. They're not shallow. They're not, they're not hard-hearted, but instead their roots have gone deep. And then verse 20 talks, I'm sorry, verse 18. I didn't talk about that. Let me talk about verse 18. It said there's some that's going to be sowed, sown among thorns, and those that are sown among thorns in verse 17 says that they're going to hear the word and, and they're going to begin to grow. But then verse 19 says, and the cares of the world problems in the world, things such as what we're going through, cares of the world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things that enters in, chokes out the word, and it becomes unfruitful. It's so clear what Jesus is saying here in this object lesson regarding 
the sowing of seed and the growing of plants and what they become and what they're going to do. We must be careful. And this season is a good season to remind us that we must not get caught up in the riches of this world. We can't deal with depression. We're all going through this together. And we can't deal with, with grief and feel like, oh my goodness, what, what, if I, what, what if I can't have the latest and greatest things like somebody else? We're going to get through this. And I believe the economy is going to come back. But that's not what I'm talking to you about tonight. I'm talking about how we handle this and how we endure through this hardship. This is tough. This is tough on every one of us. And we don't know what the outcome is going to look like. But this I know. We're going to endure. And we're going to stand through it. Some of the greatest people I know are people who were made going through the trial. They were made going through the test of life. They were made in the fires of life. The difference in the outcome of all of this seed all comes down to one word, and it is endurance. It is endurance. Jesus compares this to the Christian life. The Apostle Paul has a similar comparison as he talks about those that participate in an Olympic contest, and he uses the, a, a race, and uh, the, there's, he says there's there, the, the winner and the loser of many of these contests, of course, we know, all comes down to endurance. Those who make it to the end. Those who endure through the hardship and the struggle. So 1 Corinthians chapter 9, the Apostle Paul says, So run that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth must be tempered in all things. Meaning there's some things that we must establish in our life. And he says these runners in the Olympic races, they run to receive a corruptible crown, a literal, a prize at the end. But he said we talking about the people of God, we an incorruptible crown. This is taking the spiritual look. So I want to look at some things. I want to share a few things with you that maybe we could do to help our, our own selves grow in endurance. First of all, we have to grow in, in endurance. We have to grow in endurance. And this is a sign of maturity. We can't be immature in our Christian walk. We all have to start somewhere, but we can't be years down the road in our Christian walk and still be where we were when we first started serving God. So there must be growth in our life. Now, how, do that, how does that growth pattern start? I, I tell people all the time when I'm inviting them to come and be part of Christian Life Church, the greatest church on the planet, you can differ if you're part of another church. That's okay. You have the right to be wrong. We have the greatest church in all the world, and I have to feel that way. We have a wonderful church, a wonderful group of people. And this is a group of people that has grown through hardships, grown through struggles. We have endured the test of time. And we've learned some things that we must put some disciplines in our life. We must mature. We can't, we can't be the same person this time next year that we are here. Going through this season that we're in right now, this season must teach us something that helps us grow. And so we grow into endurance. Some of the things that brings this growth is the establishment of prayer in our life. If you don't have a prayer life, I want to challenge you to start a prayer life. I'm talking about daily prayer. And I'm not talking about driving down the road, you know, singing a gospel tune and saying, oh, Jesus, a couple of times. But stopping everything you're doing in your life, maybe of a morning or maybe just before bedtime. Start somewhere. If, you, if I ask you, how much time do you pray every day? If you don't have a prayer life, I want to, I want to challenge you. 
to start something consistent. If it's three minutes, start there. If it can be five minutes or seven minutes. For those of you who have been serving God a while, you ought to have a consistent prayer life. For those maybe that are watching that has no prayer life at all, start something consistent, that it's every day that there is some time that you spend in prayer. Start with three minutes. Three weeks later, increase it to four. Increase it to five until you're spending some quality time in prayer. This will help you grow into endurance. Bible reading. Get in the Word of God. If you'd like a Bible study, maybe some of our online listeners would like to have a one-on-one personal Bible study. We have some incredible Bible study teachers here that's part of Christian Life Church. They're waiting. They're ready. There are already Bible studies that are going, Bible studies for different groups. And all you have to do is let us know. And you can make a comment if you'd like for somebody to reach out to you. You can just make a comment and we'll reach out to you and try to get you set up in one of our Bible studies. We can maybe do an online Bible study now until we're released together. And then at that point, we can start doing group Bible studies together. We would love to do that. This is a joy of ours. There's no, it doesn't cost anything. Just giving a little bit of your time because we want to help you grow. Every one of you will want to help grow. And prayer is a way to start. Bible study is another great way to start. And I, I want to challenge you if, you, if you're wondering about, you know, man, this Bible can be really difficult to understand. Maybe you need to get in a Bible study to help you understand how to understand the Bible. And we'll be glad to teach that. Maybe some of you are a little more advanced and we'll get you in a Bible study that'll that'll maybe just be refreshing and restoring to you wherever you are. But you need to be in a Bible study. Another area that you can grow in, in endurance is just through the practice of faithfulness. Faithfulness to the house of God. Faithfulness in the support of the kingdom of God. Getting involved, serving somewhere, being an usher, being a greeter, working in the parking lot, singing in the choir, wherever. But being part of something that you become faithful to that is helping you grow spiritually. Number two, we have to prepare ourselves to grow into endurance. We have to prepare ourselves for endurance. We, we don't just wake up one day and all of a sudden, wow, I have just started on my, on my way, and I am completely ready to endure everything that happens. We have to be prepared before the storm ever comes or we'll panic in the middle of the storm. We've kind of seen this. We've kind of seen what the lack of preparedness will do. If, if anything, this pandemic has caused the, the United States of America, and particularly here. I can just speak for our area because I haven't traveled out during this time, but uh, this pandemic causes me to recognize how unprepared we were. You didn't have things in your cupboard, so we made runs on on the grocery stores and runs on certain things, trying to get things together because we weren't prepared for it, because we're just expecting life to always be where it is. Listen, hardships are going to come, and we have to be prepared for those hardships. Be prepared so when it comes, you are ready to deal with the issues. And some of us have real issues in our life. 
And you can't expect that one day you're going to wake up and break the yoke of addiction. It doesn't happen that way. You've got to start now. Start where you are. This is a good time to start breaking addictions in your life that have a grip on you. It's a little bit at a time. You have to prepare yourself a day at a time, a little bit at a time. Maybe some of you are in deep in debt, way more debt than you can, you can handle, and you're so worried about where you are. Let this be a lesson. Get out of debt. Get, get hooked up in a small group here that's part in, in CLC. Get, get in a small group. There's, there's small groups for everything here. And you can, you can sign up and be part of one of our small groups. And when, when you get in one of our small groups, maybe one of them will deal with finances. and you fi Find something. Uh, there's people here that can help you. And, and it's one day at a time. One step at a time. Learn to deal with the issues. This is the preparing ourselves for the long haul, for endurance. Number three, we need a mindset for endurance. This is, this is a shift in our thinking. Some people, and we all know those people, that they have no cares in life whatsoever. They just live every day, take it as it comes. Whatever happens today happens. We don't worry about what's going to, to, to happen. There's no planning for the future. But I want to challenge you that if you're going to endure, if you're going to have roots, if you're going to be able to handle the winds and the waves of life. You have to have a mindset for endurance. Expect this. The Bible says afflictions will come. Just know it. Get a mindset for it. Afflictions are going to come. I can promise you if you live any time and are part of anything, whether you work a job, whether you attend a church, whether you're in school, whether you're just part of a social club, whether you're part of a sports team, it doesn't matter. Somebody's going to offend you somewhere. Offenses are going to come. It just happens. It's part of life. It doesn't mean the world hates you, God hates you, people hate you. It doesn't mean that you ought to quit. You ought to have some endurance to be able to, to go through this. And this is a mindset knowing, hey, there's going to be days that I'm not going to understand it. There's going to be days that it hurts. And some of these hurts are real. So it's not going to always be easy to serve God. Peer pressure comes, and it would be easier to give in to peer pressure. But rather, people who have put roots down say, I'm not willing to give up my testimony, but instead I'm going to stand strong. This, is, this takes a mindset for endurance. The Bible talks a lot about proper thinking. Number four, we have to pace ourselves for endurance. It comes with pace. The Apostle Paul talks about running. I don't have a lot of experience with that, but I know we have people in our church that like to run. My wife enjoys exercising. I, it's, I, as you can tell, I need to spend more time exercising. Endurance in exercise and physical capacity may not be what it needs to be today, but hey, I'm going to work on that. Patience is a prerequisite of endurance. You're not going to get there overnight. Somebody says, well, I want to be in good physical shape. Well, you're not going to wake up tomorrow because you wanted it and be in good physical condition. You're going to have to work on it today and tomorrow and the next day. And after a while, you're going to look back and say, wow, this is where I was and this is where I am. And so it, you have to pace yourself for endurance. If you're, a new, if you're new in the church, if you're new in serving God, don't expect that you're going to have all the details worked out like somebody that's been serving God for 50 years. We have charter members of this church that were here when CLC opened in 1965. We're here in the very first service. But don't expect that if you're 
a new Christian that you're going to be established where they are. It's just not going to happen. They've had years of experience and, and, and perfecting and work. You start where you are. You do you. You start right where you are. And you let God work on you where you are. People ask me all the time, what do I have to do to come to your church? I tell them, just show up. And they're like, well, you know, everybody else. Listen, our church is made up of all sorts of different people from different backgrounds. Just show up. Start doing what God's telling you to do. Listen to the preaching of the Word of God. Be at Bible study. Put some of these things in practice. Let God work on you as He sees fit to work on you. That's between you and God. Pace yourself. Know that you're not going to be everything that you want to be. Hopefully a year from now you're going to be a greater Christian than you are today. Jesus gives us a parable on endurance with the text that I talked to you about, the sower sowing the seed and it falling on all this ground. But the issue, the issue here is it's all about endurance. Endurance must become a lifestyle for every child of God. When the Apostle Paul began speaking to the younger Timothy, he said endure hardness as a good soldier. What's the Apostle Paul talking about? He's talking about, hey, being a soldier in God's army, you're going to have to endure some hardness. There's some people that's not going to understand why you're a Christian. There's some people not going to understand why you live the way you live or do the things you do or choose not to do. People are not going to understand it. Endure it. Endure some hardness, he's telling Timothy, because the time will come, he says, when other people will not endure. I'm closing. Matthew chapter 24 and verse 13 Jesus says, but he that endureth until the end, the same shall be saved. In this Christian walk, it's not about how fast you start. It's not about how fast you can run and how much greater of a Christian you are today or how many wonderful acts that you do today. It's about endurance over the long haul. What are you doing? He that endureth until the end shall be saved. I want to pray for you tonight in closing. And I want to pray that God helps every one of us grow in endurance and be greater tomorrow than we are today. Right where you are, if your family's near you, maybe you just want to pull your children in close. And we're just going to pray together. And we're going to pray that God helps us to grow, to learn during this season of difficulty and this season of struggle. We're going to, we're going to learn from this. We're going to grow during this season. When we come out the other side, I have a feeling that some that maybe weren't faithful to public worship coming to church every week are going to decide, hey, I think I'm going to start being faithful. We're going to grow through this. We're going to be better through this. We're going to establish some things. Some are spending more time with your family than you've spent in a long time. Grow through this season. Let your family grow together. See what God wants you to be. Families gathered together. We're going to pray right now. Father, I come to you right now as your word has taught us so clearly tonight that we must endure. And that he that endures, that's the one that's going to be saved. Lord, I want to endure. Every person that's watching online, I pray, God, for them and for their home and for their family and for every individual. I pray, God, that we grow in you and become what you would have us to be. Let us grow into endurance. Let us adapt the principles that your word has taught us tonight that we may be able to be more than we've ever been for you. And Lord, as we endure this trying season, 
God, that we're going to come out the other side as gold, though it be tried with fire. We pray your blessings over every home and family. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you for watching. Please adapt these principles to your life. If you would like prayer, let us know. We'll be glad to pray for you. If you'd like a Bible study, let us know. If a listener online would like to be baptized, we'll meet you here. Just click and let us know. Just make a comment and let us know. We'll meet you here and baptize you even today. If you'd like special prayer, I'll be glad to pray over you and pray with you. Let us know. God bless you. Thank you for joining us tonight.